0: Hey, what's up? It's Andrea Collins, and this is Mindful Mostly, a show for those of us who are mindful most of the time. You know, we want to live our best lives. Yeah, we want to grow, connect with ourselves in the spiritual world. We want to be healthy. We want our pants to fit and not dig into our sides. Well, we want to do it all in a fun and honest way. Hmm? We need realness in the wellness world. I think you agree with me there. And that is what being mindful, mostly, is all about. It took a little break-ski. Yeah, hope you have too. Um, The show, I think it was last week, didn't exist. That's because I was on my honeymoon in Mexico City. And I got to say, you got to go there. It's really cool. Who would have known the Italian food in Mexico was so good? When you go, hit me up for a list. I know all the places you gotta go. This place, Rosetta, it's everything in Mexico City is in an old, beautiful, colonial mansion, like even 7-Eleven. So (laughs) it's hard to go wrong, but we went to this Italian restaurant called Rosetta. There were just like plants hanging everywhere and it was in this old, beautiful house with candles and the best food and the best wine and it was just a real moment, yeah. So, that's what I was doing. Now I definitely got to get back to reality and that is why today on the show, healer, meditation teacher, and clairvoyant and entrepreneur, Sara Moncrief is here. She's one of those people, you, you just love them when you meet them. Actually, one thing I've realized is that the people I like most are self-deprecating and vulnerable off the bat. You know how some people are an onion and it, like I guess it takes forever to get to the middle? I just want it real up front, and that is Sarah Moncrief. She's so great. She, You just want to be around her. When I actually see her pictures on Instagram, I smile. What a weirdo. I usually only do that for golden retriever puppies, and now Sarah Moncrief. So we're going to be talking all about trust today and how to have more of it. How and why you need to trust more. Trusting your intuition, the universe, trusting yourself and others. We're gonna talk about how to listen for those lessons. And this one's tough: how to trust if things haven't really been going your way. You know what I mean? People say, you gotta trust the universe. And you're like, yeah, but I broke my leg. What does that have to do with anything? We'll talk about that. Well, not the leg part, but the trust part. Shout out to everybody who's been giving love on Instagram, by the way. If you haven't joined the online community yet, do so at mindfulmostly on the gram. Share the show. Share whatever you're loving. I always see it. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you're interested in hearing on the podcast because September and the fall are going to be really exciting, starting to plan that out. And also, if you want to get your hands on the High Vibe 5, this is a five-minute magnetism session that combines affirmations, manifesting, breath work, meditation all in five minutes. It's guided. You can listen to it every day. It's completely free. All you need to do is send me a screenshot of your review of Mindful Mostly on iTunes and email it to Andrea at mindfulmostly.com and I'm going to send you back the high vibe five. Yeah. All right. Before we get to Sarah, it is time for the soul nugget. And this one actually really made me pause and even tear up at work when I read this. It's being alive that makes you rich. Sarah Moncrief is here today. So when we first met each other, uh, we were at an event and we were literally, it was like our eyes met across the room. And we were literally pulled to each other. And so funny when that happens. I find it because c- it's, it's, it's rare. What do you think of those kind of connections? Choosing a conscious way of
1: living, you start to see signs everywhere. You start to understand how all things really are connected. Actually, that is like the tagline of my teacher, all things connect. And I think it's one of the most important foundational things that we need to understand as human beings because you know, we're going to get into this a little bit later, but we have our humanity that is a web that connects us all. And it's like when someone's really vulnerable, you can actually feel in your body that connection to that person. Mm -hmm. And also when you go into the spiritual realm, you're like, oh, we're all connected as spirits because we come from this like bigger universe kind of thing, which is more of a woo-woo, like esoteric way of looking at it. But I think understanding that like, If you follow the signs, they will take you exactly where you need
0: to go is super important. And then even when you just, I I was reading something the other day that said when you keep seeing something pop up, like Mm -hmm. a person or a song or like an event, it's sort of the universe telling you that you should go or you should go talk to that person. There's a reason that they keep coming up. For sure. And I think, you know, I think the signs from the universe
1: start really subtle and then they get louder and louder. Yeah. So listening, I think the lessons can be gentler if we let them, but sometimes if we're not listening, it'll take something really big to make a shift.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think, and we were talking about this before, that trusting the universe sounds like a little bit of a cliche now, but only (laughs) if you don't trust it, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: There's so many different concepts now with, like, more airtime, literally, on, like, spirituality and wellness and all of that stuff where you're like, oh, loving myself sounds great. Trusting the universe sounds great. But it's like it can feel cliche once you're hearing it and hearing it, but you haven't integrated what that lesson is. Once you integrate that lesson, like, actually let your body kind of sink into it, then it's so profound that you'll never think it's cliche because you'll Uh, know the importance and the magic of what that small two words
0: or three words or sentence really what that represents totally like you can't just buy the coffee mug that says trust the universe and think you did it no now you are also i would i say clairvoyant is that the term like you receive downloads right and To have received that, you must have had to really trust yourself and trust these signs and these, would I say, voices you were hearing or messages you were getting? Yeah. So maybe it's important
1: first to kind of explain, like, what clairvoyancy is. Like, I would say that clairvoyancy is... Um, a part of my intuition and you know clairvoyancy actually means seeing beyond the physical so seeing something that's not necessarily physically being representation represented in tangible form but then there's all these all of our five physical senses have a heightened version so there's clairsentience feeling beyond the physical Claircognizance, knowing beyond the physical physical um, clear audience hearing beyond the physical like so each one kind of has this heightened version of itself and we each have a predisposition towards one or two or three maybe and you can develop all of them but it takes it takes actually trusting that there is something beyond the physical to get into the place where you can start to develop it as a tool that you have in your tool belt
0: Ooh. so how did you
1: know which one to trust I guess um, for me it's been like a lifelong journey Um, I've always been able to feel things like I could feel other people's emotions um, and feel what was going on in someone else without really understanding it before I had the cognitive ability to even know that that's what I was doing I would do it so that was kind of my lead in and then um, later on in life, I got kind of pushed into this direction where I was like, okay, like, here's all the things I'm feeling. Here's all the things I'm seeing. Here's all the things I, I know that I don't know that I know. And I just would practice, like, throwing it out there, saying things to different people. And I, I, like, I hesitate to say this because it sounds crazy, but, like, I've never been wrong. Like, there's never been a time in my life where I haven't trusted that part of myself and just said it even if it didn't resonate in that exact moment like I've always touched base with the person after and they've been like that was so weird that you said that or that you felt that or that you knew that because this is what happened to me as a result and it's because you know things You know things and there's like they say 10% of communication is our verbal communication. So what's that other 90%? It's subtle energy that's not being expressed in words. But like, you know, if you go into each one of those senses, you could probably find a sliver of it that you could tune into. It's just a different, more subtle frequency, I think.
0: So I guess for all of us, we need to think about where do we tend to be right in what way, whether it's the feeling we get from others or when you just have a hunch about something going a certain way, it usually means that you're not just guessing or that idea didn't just come to you for no reason. There's a reason.
1: Yeah, that ties back into what we were first talking about and trusting something greater than ourselves, universe, like cosmos, whatever you want to call it. It's like, I think recognizing that your hunch isn't a hunch. Like, like nothing comes from thin air. (laughs) Like it, I mean, it kind of does, but
0: it doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. A (laughs) hundred percent. So then how do we trust ourselves more?
1: Yeah. So I think, you know, that's a really important question. And what I would say is that breaking it down into kind of two pieces where, I believe that we all have a soul, which is like our individual mission here on the planet. And I I um, said recently at a workshop, which made me laugh, like, I feel like, you know, we're these individuals and we're getting these these DVDs mailed to us as our next lesson to go through life deeper. And it's like our soul knows, like it, it knows and it's not linear. So it kind of moves in all these different fluid ways. But our personality, our ego, our um, the way that we present ourselves, like me, even me saying that I'm a healer is like an identification from my ego, from my personality. And I mean, I use it to serve my soul. So I believe that I'm working together with my soul and I can feel now when it's disconnected. And even though I'm not um, always... connected because like I don't believe anyone is as a human being I think I know that I'm moving closer and closer to being connected more frequently both with my soul and my humanity or my ego and I think trusting that you are here for a reason and trusting that that part of your soul is How you do it. I mean, it's a journey for each person individually, because like I said, like the individual part of us needs a time to shine and for us to understand what that is. Mm -hmm. But um that's how I would say and like you know what's frustrating about this way is that there isn't a how-to there isn't a step-by-step and that is the thing that drives me crazy about this because I just want to help people so much by saying like okay you got to go home you got to journal this you got to say that but like we've all like our blueprint is so different from our DNA to our experiences so it's really like it's really actually beautiful because it honors everything we've been through and everything that we are into each cell but what's hard as human beings is we're so busy Mm -hmm. we want to find ways to do things that are like okay just give me like a how-to step by step and i'll do it and i love that but it's like this like choosing to live a
0: connected conscious life like it it isn't easy so when people come to you and they say i want to know my soul's purpose Yeah. What's what's your answer? It's give it time. I mean, patience is something I think in general
1: as a society we need to have way more. What's that? Especially when we're dealing with so so many things that are unknown. But, um, you know, as a healer, I would say, like, there's always something that I can do to communicate with that person's soul to open something that they can't like find a blind spot or find something that's blocked and help them on that journey to start moving and like once you start um, with courage taking steps down that path momentum starts to unfold where then like my goal with working with people is that they don't need me yeah like I just want to like start opening and get everything um, rolling and then
0: like take it away You um, brought something out of me when I saw you, for sure. That's why I also feel like it helps. Sometimes you can't see as clearly what your purpose is, whereas others can see it more clearly. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Like, you said to me, and I went to Sara for a, a healing session. You said to me, you know, part of your soul's purpose is to be talking to a lot of people, to... Um, have your voice heard and give certain messages like I've always been a broadcaster but it, and it doesn't always mean it has to be in a traditional way Yeah. and so you really helped me see that and I feel like it's true having somebody open up your eyes in a different way is really a game changer and once you start to trust that a bit more and you have that clarity things do start to flow more easily
1: yeah Yeah. And it's like we just don't I mean, it's too much for one person to like going back to us all being connected. It's like, why am I on this planet with seven billion other people to do everything on my own and to understand myself completely on my own? You know, it's like it's such a delicate balance between like receiving help and like finding that inner hero's journey perseverance. It's like it has to be happening simultaneously all together all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. When somebody goes to an energy healer, do they generally come in with a question or is it sort of they lay down and you sense what their question might be?
1: So there's a couple of different ways and because everyone's different. Yeah. But um, I would say most people kind of come with a wound that they want to heal, whether they see it like that. It may be a question, but it's really something that's been like eating away at them or that they're like ready to move through. Like, let's say love life or... Um, finances or career, whatever it is, it's like there's always something that kind of pulls people towards it. But then there's also the people that are just curious, that want to just like lie down and have you pull things out of them. And I would say like every session is a combination of both. Um, But then there's also people who want to come and are very like skeptical and just it's almost like a test. It's like, are you going to actually pick something up here that I know to be true that I could kind of like judge and assess? But that doesn't even bother me because that's a part of them that I'm there to heal. Mm -hmm. So it's like, cool, test me. Let's
0: do that. Mm -hmm. It's fine. When people say trust the universe, and I know it's supposed to be that you may think that you want something very badly and it doesn't happen. You go, I thought I could trust the universe. Right. In that case, you have to trust that it didn't happen for a reason, <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess, right? Yeah, like you, it can't be fair weather or convenient. It's like, I trust the universe when everything's flowing in the way that I want yeah. it to. <laughs> but when it doesn't flow that way, it's like,
0: fuck you, universe. Damn you, universe. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's like, you kind of have to just recognize that it's like an all in. It's a two feet in situation and it doesn't mean that you're not going to doubt or have like things will pull you out of it but it's like fine like continuing to find your way back into like oh okay I got this I understand
0: yeah yeah and you usually see that down the road that went before I moved to Toronto. I was living in Montreal and I was dating somebody who really was not right for me. And (laughs) I had been getting the call to come to Toronto for a couple of years. There were a couple of job offers that I didn't accept. It just didn't feel quite right. And then we broke up and 2 days later someone literally came to toronto and they said you ha-, or sorry to montreal where i was living and they said you have to come to toronto for this opportunity and it was like everything else had to snap for me to finally accept it and go and it made perfect sense at the time it didn't um, but then like 2 months later it did you know once yeah. you get over that guy yeah
1: <laughs> i mean you also bring up a great point of like when you create space for new things to show up and like human beings are notoriously bad for letting things go even if we think we're letting things go from our mind like memories get stored in our bodies you know and it's like are we actually like allowing something new to come in and it's like once you make those tough decisions and take a chance on yourself trust yourself then it's like it never
0: is short of a miracle what will happen after that yeah opening up the pathway Mm -hmm. Uh, on the on the note of trust trusting and finances and money and yeah how should we feel around that so what's interesting about
1: looking at trust as a concept is that um, one of the things that I also do is I'm uh, I invest in real estate and One of the first concepts my mentor taught me was that, you know, trust is the source of money. We only pay for that which we get equal or greater value from. So it's like when we're looking at holes in our finances, it's like we need to keep going back to looking at ourselves in those places of like, where am I not trusting myself? Where am I not trusting the universe? Where am I not trusting something bigger to be created? And, um, you know, I've... I've developed so much. I went from being the one in all of my friends that was like, oh, I can't do that. That's too expensive to being the one that's like, what? You guys don't want to stay at the Four Seasons? <laughs> <laughs> you cheapskates? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's so wild. Like what a little bit of trust. Like, But like, again, not like... Um, a mantra in your mind, although that helps, of being like, I trust myself or I trust the universe. It's more like allowing the energy of trust to sink into your body where it's like you're challenged and you choose trust. That's where I found the greatest result in developing trust in life is like what you were saying. It's like when what you didn't want to happen happened, can you choose trust in those moments to deepen that connection?
0: Yeah, because sometimes, you know how they say when it comes to manifesting, think about something as though you have it. And so you really put that forward. And it especially burns when that doesn't come through. Because then you question everything. You question your process. You question higher power. Um, But then I guess it's just going back to that trust that it wasn't meant to be.
1: Yeah, and you know, like, um, that just reminds me, like, an energy perspective on karma is, like, that which we put out, we get back, rather than it being, like, or someone stole my wallet, so now they're going to have their wallet stolen, or they're going to, like, have money stolen from them, or action-related. It's, like, if your intention, even if the action isn't what the intention was, but if your intention is to give love— Well, what you get back is more love. If your intention Mm. is to trust, what you'll get back is more trust. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like continuing to build that resiliency of the things that you actually want to cultivate in your life. It's really hard to hold on to joy, but it's really easy to hold on to doubt. For example so it's like how, why like why is it like that mm-hmm. you know so it just takes a little bit more of building the muscle to choose to develop the trust or the love yeah. or- well
0: and in some areas of our lives it's so easy to have trust and then in others it's so easy to have doubt like think about all the successful women out there who don't have successful personal relationships let's say yeah. or the other way around you know, it's hard to feel in control and trusting of every area.
1: It's practice. I would say, like, it just comes down to understanding that it's a muscle, just like everything else. And and continuing to choose it
0: is what makes it readily available for you. What about something that can be easier said than done? Trusting others. Some of us have trouble doing that.
1: Rightfully so,
0: in a way. Like... N-
1: Every, I believe that everyone is doing the best they can with what they have on this planet. And I, and I say that humbly from, like, I know there's a lot of trauma, there's a lot of suffering, there's a lot of pain. And um, a lot of it is done to each other. Like, even just when I was in Spain, it's like, they're like, pickpocketing is a real thing. Like, it's going to be happening. Just be very aware. And I'm like, what? You know, because I'm just so not used to it here in Toronto being like,
0: someone someone's going to take my like, money. Like, so, <laughs> last week on the subway, someone said to me, your wallet's sticking out of your bag. Yeah. I was like, that's trusting.
1: Yeah, t- <laughs> Totally. And I just like bring that everywhere I go. You yeah. Know? So <laughs> it was just really wild to me to not to be somewhere where I had to think or consider that I couldn't trust. But also I didn't have my wallet stolen. So like... Who knows which way that goes who knows but i just think like trusting trusting others is tricky because it's not just about your energy but i think when you bring it back to trusting yourself to trust another person like if you trust yourself and decide to trust another person then also go two feet in on that trust and then if they like disappoint you or they do something to break your trust it's also trusting the universe that that happened to teach you something
0: which isn't to not trust right so it's trusting it's trusting your trust as well because what if what if you're jaded and you think that everyone is going to cheat on you you can't trust your gut then Because you might just be crazy. Well, then you need to go to get some healing. (laughs) (laughs) Get some help. I love it. I'm so happy you came on Mindful Mostly today. If you want to get a hold of Sarah Moncrief, there's a couple ways you can do that. Of course, Instagram. Hit up Sarah at S-A-R-A underscore Moncrief. M-O-N-C-R-I-E-F-F. And also SarahMoncrief.com. Thank you. Trust. Can't live without it, but it's a real bitch sometimes. I gotta tell you, it is hard to trust when things don't go your way, am I right? If you have some sort of like tip to how you get over that or a story about how trust came through for you when you really thought it wasn't working for you... Hit me up on Instagram at mindfulmostly or also email me at andreamindfulmostly.com. Love to hear your stories, maybe even feature it on the show. So I got a challenge for you today, and it's to start thinking about September. What's your goal going to be? Something about fall. It's like starting anew. You know, you used to get your back-to-school clothes and your little backpack on, and now you're not exactly doing that. It still has that feeling in the air. September, January 1st, and spring. Those are the three times when you really get a kick in the ass to start focusing on, okay, what do I want in the next few months? Is my life going in the right direction? Do I want to start cooking more? Do I want to try to go vegetarian? Whatever it is, start thinking about what you want that goal for September to be. For instance, I'm shit at pottery. And like, I just want to be really good at making ceramics so badly. I've taken, I would say, six, seven courses in my lifetime. I just took one a couple of months ago with this incredible teacher. And my work wasn't bad. And then once it went through the glazing process and I got it home, all garbage. <laughs> and for the weeks that I was in the course, I was telling Steve, like, babe this is gonna be good. I might even be able to sell this. And then I brought it home and he was like, "Um, was that what you were talking about? So whatever your goal is for September, maybe it's entrepreneurial, maybe it's creative, maybe it's all about the self, start thinking about it so we can think about putting those wheels in motion for, for September. So that's it, guys. Remember, if you want to get your hands on the High Vibe 5, lever review for the podcast on iTunes. Take a screenshot and email it to me at andrea at mindfulmostly.com. I'll talk to you next week.